We're cranking them out, fellas. It's that time again. T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports episode 11. Let's face it, guys. We're just some dudes talking sports. Nobody actually really cares what we think, but just know, I could care less, and we have fun with it, y'all. I'm Thomas Bosch, host and creator, and it's football time. Four weeks out from real college football, five weeks from the big guys. We're going straight NFL today. NFC East, AFC East. I've got some questions that need some answering. Let's get a fella's roll call real quick. The man, the myth, the legend, Chris Perez, a.k.a. Perez. DP here, living easy in the QC, what, what? <laughs> and Dustin Miner, better known as Hot Tub. What's up? It's your friendly neighborhood hot tub <laughs> down south, West Palm Beach. <laughs> All right, let's get to it, fellas. Let's talk some life. Perez, first week on the new job, how'd it go? Went great, man. Get to work with a lot of cool people, uh, lots of handshaking and planning out the next uh, couple months of training, so it's, it's awesome. All right, man. I'm glad to see you got started on it. We were talking a little bit before we got on the air, and I'm super stoked for you, dude. I hope you get that cheddar, bro. I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. <laughs> Dustin, you've recently become my new social media guy without me even asking you to do it. This guy's been posting our T-Bosh and the fellas all over social media, and I appreciate you. I just want to let you know that. I hope you keep that going, sir. I have shameless promotion, sir. I've been force-feeding my podcast to people in my car. To I've been putting the podcast in the Carolina Panther groups that we're all part of. So I'm hoping to get some more listeners for us. Everyone that I've, I've asked, I've always asked for criticism, and they love us so far. So cool. hopefully we keep them listening. Hey, we're going to keep on going until they tell us to stop, and they can't do that because I'm in charge. Just as a side note, since we are basically just jumping straight into football, I'd just like to note that I've skipped over baseball the entire year. But Yay! in my opinion, <laughs> who really gives a shit, you know? <laughs> I mean... I didn't know that it was a baseball season. Yeah, right, exactly. And as a side note, y'all, I went to a concert last weekend. I saw your boy Bo Cephas, Mr. Hank Williams Jr. He's doing Monday Night Football again this year, y'all. Very excited because it's not even close who is better at doing the opening theme song to Monday Night Football, Hank Williams or Carrie Underwood. It's easily Hank Williams is so much better. I'm really excited to see him back. I don't know if I would say I was excited to see him back, but I would be excited to hear him back. Yeah, I'll, I'm excited uh, to hear him back, yeah. Carrie Most, Underwood's a lot easier on the eyes. That's true. All right, good point. Maybe we can have, like, Carrie Underwood dancing behind Hank and the camera on her while he's singing. All right, there's an idea. I like where your head's at, D. We'll, I like where your head's at. We'll pass that along to the NFL and see what they think about that. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is there to say, fellas, other than are you ready for some football? Because I got all of my rowdy friends here with me tonight. We're covering every single division. But we're going to go about this a little different this time, so stick with me. We're running through this quick. We're going AFC East, NFC East. So I'm going to ask you all a few questions. We're going to run down this list. I need some quick answers. We're going to get right to it. AFC East, who do you think is the best player in the entire division? Chris Perez, what do you think, sir? Well, I still going to have to stick with uh, the guy from New England. What's his name? Like Tim Brody? Tim <laughs> Brody. <laughs> I don't, whatever his name is, he's a good quarterback, he's half decent, um, has a bunch of rings, yeah. so <laughs> I'll have to go with uh, the name that shall not be spoken. Okay, alright, the name that shall not be spoken. What about you, Dustin? Well, you know, I think everyone's like, oh, this is where you all should say Tom Brady, so I'm just going to say someone different. Are you? Just so we can, like, get a little, you know, give a little buddy, somebody else some love. Other than Tom Brady, I think the best player in this division is uh, Ajayi, running back from 
Miami Dolphins. And the reason I say that is because whether the Dolphins fans realize this or not, the way that they're going to win all year long is if Ajayi gets over 100 yards every game. And this football player got 200 yards and, what, two out of three games, almost back-to-back. He's an amazing football player. You can rely on He's proved that you can rely on the guy. And I think if the Dolphins are going to do anything this year, it's going to be because of Ajayi and how good he can be. Okay, and I, I definitely think he's a good running back. I don't know if he can average 100 yards a game, but he definitely had some pretty good games there at the tail end of last year. So, you know, I believe that he's going to be probably, uh, he might end up being the best running back in the division. All right, next question. By the way, my answer is Tom Brady because it's obvious, and it's okay if we're all obvious if it's if he's just that good. That dude wins yeah, championships. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just trying to pick no, someone. No, and I get now. that, but that dude wins championships. He is the best player in the in that division. All right, best head coach in the division, AFC East. Obviously, it's Belichick, so we're going to move on. Who's the second best coach in the entire division? Dustin Minert. I'm going to stick with the Miami Dolphins and Adam Gase. Um, Real quick, you say Adam Gase, but what, you know, I think I know where you're going with this, but what has he done to earn that in your mind? Well, that's that's what I I was going to go into that, Mr. Bosch. Um, (laughs) um, What he has done, um, before he took this job for the Miami Dolphins, he was the offensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos, which he won a Super Bowl for. Okay. Um, And um, everything that I've seen, this is his second year, I do believe, and everything I've seen that this man has done so far um, it's very Rivera-like. He's brought in a lot of great talent. Um, arguably, his wide receiver core that he brought in with Kenny Stills, with the Juice, and he's acquired a lot of good talent. That's a really great wide receiver core. He has good running backs. He pumps up this defense. He does a lot of things that I like. For instance, like he didn't put the logos on the doll- on the rookies' uh, helmets. They had to earn those logos. I just like how he's doing his job. I think I think uh, I think they're the only team that has a chance of beating the Patriots this year in this division, and I think it has to do with Adam Gase. Okay, what about you, P? Uh, I would choose Belichick as number two as well, and then maybe Adam Gase. Um, I'm not too impressed with anybody in this division. I think that two, three, and four probably all have new head coaches in the next couple of years. But um, I, I like I like the way that Miami is at least trending. If they could get some pretty decent quarterback play and um, be able to run the ball with their young running back, they should do well this year. Yeah, I think so too. Um, my vote, I'm going Sean McDermott because, you know, Panthers defensive coordinator gets the opportunity and I'm just being a homer. <laughs> That's all I'll say about like that. that. <laughs> all right, next question. And I, and I told you all to do your homework on this. So this is actually good homework for most people. What team has the best cheerleaders in the division? Dustin. I look at them every day, sir. <laughs> and those are the, they're the lovely, lovely Miami Dolphin cheerleaders. Yeah. It's pretty much the only reason I probably go to any of their games. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what about you, Perez? I mean, once again, this is kind of an easy one. Have you have you ever really met any chicks from Buffalo or Boston <laughs> or <laughs> or even New York? Sometimes um, we do. Report, Bleacher Report has Miami Dolphins listed as the number two behind Tampa Bay. I'd have to agree with them. Um, and given that my girl is from Miami, I, I kind of had to pick that homer pick as okay. well. Okay, all right, I hear that. I, hey, listen, no matter what, I think the Dolphins cheerleaders are the best cheerleaders in all of football. <laughs> And I've always thought that. It's South Florida, baby. I mean, it don't get much better than that. All right, next question. If you could have one player from the team that finished last place in the division, which would be the Jets in this case, for game one this year 
to start for your NFL team, which would, in everybody's case in this room, be the Panthers, who would it be? Dustin. I'm going to go with Moore's Claiborne corner. I think he's just a really lockdown corner. The Panthers, when we have a lockdown corner, we've proven our defense is substantially better. And I just believe that we could use him on the Panthers more so than any other player on the Jets right now. Unfortunately, the pool that we're you know we're dipping in here it's their last place for a reason um so there wasn't that too many players to dip from but if i'm gonna pluck one i'm gonna pluck morris claiborne okay all right what about you p res uh i'm gonna go with what the panthers are typically uh looking to do and what they're best at i'm gonna go defensive lineman leonard williams he's just a, a monster i on love the line. that i love that and he would uh he'd fit in perfect in what we do here yeah i think you could plug him in right away you know Dustin, I hate your pick, to be honest with you, uh, because <laughs> because he's got that dirty cowboy taint on him still. You know, it's just it feels icky to me, and I I'm not a lo- I don't I don't love anything about the Cowboys. What about Keyshawn Johnson, bro? Hey, come on now, Keyshawn was a, what? We're gonna move on from that. <laughs> uh, my pick, honestly, would be uh, Jamal Adams. You know, he hasn't proven anything yet, but I think hit the sky is the limit for him, and God knows we could use a corner on our team for the Panthers. So I'm going Jamal Adams. Next question. I think, I think our corners are going to be just fine this year. They all have a little more experience under their belt. Yes, but if you could add Jamal Adams, would we not be that much better? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. I would love to have him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I would take him. I, I thought I thought that he was probably worthy of a number one pick. Yep. I, you just, know. A, just a little quick fat Bradbury and um, Captain Mutterland. Um the the uh, rankings that they do, like the QBR for quarterbacks, the rankings for quarterbacks, both of those corners last year finished in the top 25. Okay, yeah, no, Bradbury's good, but after that you got Worley and Sanchez. So it's, no, Captain it's a, Mutterland. I Captain know, Mutterland. I, I realize that, but he's going to be playing nickel. I'm talking about an outside outside lockdown corner, and he's I not. I always find it uh, interesting when they do those kind of QBR rankings that, I mean, it's arguably we have two of the top 25 and there's 32 teams, so that's true. The, just that yeah, right there is let's pretty, be honest, pretty good. The, the best thing that we could hope for is that, that old-ass defensive line gets pressure on the quarterback and takes some pressure off of our young corner. Agreed. Totally agreed. Full, oh, full disclosure, by the way, um, Bradbury is like 20, and Mutterland's like 24. Okay. Well, regardless, you know, that's the way the Panthers play. If we can get that pressure, all the corners should be good. But if well, I, I had Jamal pretty, Adams... I pretty great with Bradbury being a rookie. Yeah, absolutely. No, he he graded out great. All right, last question for the AFC East. Who's the division winner, and what do you think their record's going to be? Dustin. Um. Well, it's... It's, the, it's don't, the dark don't, side, don't, don't overthink this, man. Don't overthink The evil it. empire. Okay. The Death Star. <laughs> the New England Patriots. Yep, the Death Star. I agree. Um, th- how many games are going to lose? Uh, they might lose four games All right, at so, most. So you're calling 12 and 4. At most. All right. Well, we know, P- we know Perez is going to say the Patriots. So, what, Perez, what do you think they finish with? There's. There's a very, very strong possibility that they don't lose a single game. Oh, I know stop, that they're not going to talk about it. But stop. Um, for what we do here, we can. And <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen because they have to play the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why yeah, you, I'm going to go 15-1. Uh, 15-1. All right. I'm, hey, 15-1. I, go Panthers. <laughs> go Panthers. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the spoiler. Uh, I'm going 12-4. and four. I think they lose four games, you know, but still – they're still the favorites to win it all this year. So we'll see what the Pats do. Moving on to the NFC East. We're going to go right back down this again. Best player in the division of the NFC East. 
Perez, what you got? Well, this is a little more challenging than the AFC East because it's a little bit more even keeled with all the teams. So it really is, and I had to pick between who I thought had the most potential and who was the best player, like right now. Um, I'm going right now. See that that's a tough one. I mean, I, I still think AP has a lot to prove, man. I'd love to have that kid on my team, dude. Like he is a monster. Um, but I'm probably gonna have to go OBJ, and it's not OBJ; it's OBJ. God, as much as I hate it, God, Odell, and I'm throwing up in my mouth as I say it. I absolutely have to agree with you on this one. <laughs> dude, the guy's a, he's he's sick, dude. He is completely gross. I as much as I. Do not like him for the Norman thing. I'd draft him first on my team any day of the week. Yeah, it sucks. I hate I hate saying it. But, it, like, not even when it comes to catching the – if you just watch this dude run a route, it's, like, it's perfect. It's it's, cr- it's crazy. All right, Dustin, who you got? Best player in the division. This was tough, gentlemen. Um, you know, I kind of want to break the rules a little bit. Break them. And um, I'm taking the Dallas offensive line. Okay. I mean – I think that is the most talented offensive line that I've seen ever. And the only reason that they're successful, I mean, Dak and Zeke and all that, is that offensive line, it keeps their horrible defense off the field. Like, the Dallas defense is not good. They're just appearing to be because they don't have to play a lot. And um, that offensive line, I think, is the best in football. And I think it's the, the number one thing that's in that division to me that sticks out. And it's the it's the difference that Dallas has over the other three teams. Yeah, um, as our former GM Dave Gettleman would say, they are stacked with the hog mollies, sir. Yes, they are. It's uh, so that's, who, that's who I chose. They chose the Dallas offensive line. Really the it, it's like poetry in motion. What they do, man. They like they are in sync for sure. Yeah. Like they hit their spot. They're amazing. They yeah. really are. All right, that was an interesting pick, Dustin. All right, next question: Best head coach in the division, Perez. I have to go with the New York Giants head coach. <laughs> really? This is, kind of, this is more of a, a personal thing, but Dugats and Dan Levitard on their show, they, they make fun of him uh, so much. I just think he, he he's great to pick on, so I'm going to go with him. Okay. All right. What about you, D? Well, I mean, to stick with my kind of my theme, I'm going to take Doug uh, Peterson from the Eagles. Really? Um, yeah, I do. I am. I, I, think, I think Garrett's a puppet. Um, I, you know, I think, uh, I forget, um, what's his name in Redskins world. I don't like him. I don't think the Giants guy, he hasn't proved anything to me, but Peterson, he has proved something to me. He's been drafting well. He's acquired a lot of talent, just like Gacy has. Um, I like Carson Wentz. I like him picking up LeGarrette Blunt. I like their wide receiver core that they have. I like their tight ends. I like their corners. He's done a good job so far. He's really changed the culture there. Eagles has always been a little disarray. I mean, dealing with that, their Ducks head coach from um, that whole experience, Chip Kelly, anybody probably looks better than him at this that's, point. That's true. But, but that environment that Chip created was very toxic, and it was very hard to turn that around, and Doug Peterson did that. Okay. And, and um, I, that's why I'm impressed with him. That's why I think he's the best head coach in this division. Okay, well, it feels weird for me to say, but I think it's Jason Garrett. And I got a lot of question marks behind that, but he is the the coach with the best team in the division right now, in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to give it to him based off of that, because it's weird to think about little redheaded Jason Garrett, backup QB to Troy Aikman. Now, all these years been been groomed to be the head coach, and now he's actually a pretty decent head coach. But 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Jason Garrett on this one. All right, next. Hey question. guys, yeah, guys, real quick, I'll make this fast, but I just have to read you a couple of these jokes that Dan Levitard put for Ben McAdoo. Oh, please do. True or false? Ben McAdoo looks like two kids in a trench coat with a fake mustache pretending to be an adult. (laughs) True or false? Ben McAdoo looks like the guy who keeps apologizing after missing a shot in basketball. Hold on, that was a good one. Um, Ben McAdoo looks like the guy that married the hottest girl from high school 20 years too late and is taking care of her six kids while she's at the bar with her ex. The ex is Doug Peterson. (laughs) Dude, oh my God. I really hope Johnny's hearing all this. Oh man, I love it, dude. I love it. Those are good. You said Levitard and Stugatz did that? Oh yeah, one last one. Ben McAdoo looks like the guy who gets his hair cut at the Renaissance Fair. No, I appreciate that, man. Thanks for sharing. Oh yeah. All right, (laughs) moving moving on. Uh, Best cheerleaders in the NFC East, Dustin. I mean, this wasn't hard for me either, guys. And it's those cowgirls down there. You know what? This question should have honestly been: Who's who would you prefer? Would you prefer the cowgirls? Or would you prefer the Dolphin cheerleaders? Because I think we're all going to go Dolphins, but it's pretty close, man. They got some hot girls down there in Dallas. All right, what about you, P? You know, I think we can all agree that we hate the Cowboys, but we don't hate the the Dallas, uh, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. They're still we number love one. The Dallas cheerleaders. No, I don't hate them. I I hate I hate the uniform. I hate everything they represent. But just based off a of tradition, you kind of just got to pick them. You know. But yeah. I was thinking about this though. Maybe it could be the Philly cheerleaders because Philly's kind of grimy, you know? So maybe their cheerleaders are dirty, too. Just a thought. <laughs> just a thought. I'm just putting that out there. Just saying. Well, that wasn't the question. That's yeah. a clear answer. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately, all those other three teams play in cold environments, and Dallas is the only one in a dome, so they're allowed to wear bikini kind of stuff, and they they have to stay warm up there. I do like when the Philly girls wear those uh, Christmas hats around that season. I think that always looks good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I pretty much we like cheerleaders, so let's just put it that I feel way. like. I feel like if you hooked up with the Philadelphia Eagles cheerleaders, she'd be gone in the morning and there'd be money on the nightstand. And you'd wonder what just happened. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! They probably, well, they do have a jail in Eagle Stadium. I bet they do like stings, like hooker stings, with their cheerleaders. Oh god! All right, next question. If you could, <laughs> roll over and ask, why are you still here? <laughs> Immediately. Oh, my God. Uh, if you could have one player from the Philadelphia Eagles, which finished last place in the division, to start for your team game one this year, who would it be, Dustin? I'm going to take defensive end Chris Long. Okay. I think I, I think he's just a panther. I think we would. I think we need a defensive end really bad, and he would work good with our defensive end rotation. And we like our DNs. We like beefing up our defensive line, whether it be on the interior or on the outside. You can't get enough pass rushers. And um, yeah, I'm going to take Chris Long. Okay. What about you, P? This is really hard for me because my heart wants to go Wendell Smallwood just so I could look at the back of his jersey all day and laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I think that I, I mean, come on, man. How do you not change your name? Uh, only you, Perez. <laughs> but I think in the end, uh, 
I know he's a little old. If you if you could give him to me about five years ago, it'd be even better. But uh, Jason Peters, man, we could really use a left tackle. He's pretty much the gold standard. I really actually like that pick. I think Jason Peters got a good three, four years left in him. And if I could get even one good year out of him, keeping Cam Newton upright, I would take it. But my personal sure. my personal pick is Jordan Matthews because if you could plug Jordan Matthews into our receiving core and just put Devin Funchess on the bench, I would be a okay with it because that dude catches balls eight or nine a game and i'm good with that i we i think i think our wide receiver cord always needs just a little bit of work think about if smallwood was <laughs> if smallwood was a receiver and you could just say like over and over again in a broadcast smallwood catches balls left and right <laughs> Jesus. that would be amazing division winner from the nfc east dustin what do they finish with who is it this was really tough for me, guys. You know, I was trying to explain this to NFC East fans. It's, you know, it's they just beat up on each other. And it actually, their whole season reminds me of the Big East tournament. And they just, it's just such a grind to get out of it. When they get into, like, the playoffs, they're just all beat up, whether it be injuries or whatnot. They usually are one and done unless they have to play each other. So, it's you know, it's going to come down to the wire. You know, I was leaning towards Dallas, but you know what? I think, I think honestly, I'm going to go with the New York Giants. Okay. I just think, I think they're, well, first of all, they're the only team last year that beat the Cowboys in that division. I like their corners and their secondary, which is going to help them tremendously. And I like their offense. I like their offensive core. They're currently ranked. If you ask Johnny, he'll tell you himself. They're on offense <laughs> and defense. They're both ranked in the top 10 as of right now. And I think they, you, they're going to emerge, and um, just because I believe that Dallas is going to go through a slump, I think it's more about Dallas is not going to be as good this year. I think I think they're going to struggle a little bit. I think teams are going to figure out Dak, and that they're not going to be as good, and it's going to give Giants like that opportunity on the very last game of this year to win a division, and that's what I kind of see happening. Yeah, the Giants. Johnny the Ginger Sensation will be very happy to hear you say that. <laughs> what about you, Perez? I uh, it, it was a tough one. I I think that the sophomore slump is a, a real thing, and I think it's because teams get a lot of a lot more video than they didn't have when you were a rookie. So I do I think Dallas is going to drop off a little bit this year. I think that Zeke and Dak will both have a little more struggles than they did you know the first year. But I'm gonna have to go with Dustin again. I'm gonna have to go with Giants. They added a, a tight end from Old Miss with their 23rd pick to give them some extra. Weapons on offense. I like Eli as a quarterback, and I think that they're gonna um, and they're gonna win it. Yeah, I do think that the Giants will be good, but I think they're a ten and six team, and I think the Cowboys hold it together enough to be eleven and five and win out that division. Just my personal thought. As much as I hate to say it, because God, I love to hate the Cowboys and every single thing they stand for, and not too far behind <laughs> them, I like to hate the Giants. So I am uncomfortable with all these picks, to be honest. There's, there's, there's only uh, a little discussion in the locker room, man. I think I think guys are getting fed up with uh, Zeke and all his crap. So yeah, well, we'll see how that plays out with Ezekiel Elliott, but we don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. So those, are, so you know, we knocked out a little AFC East, NFC East. You know, we got a little insight as to what the fellas think. Again, nobody might even care what we think, but we're doing it anyways, and we're moving on to everyone's favorite game. Pick one. We put the fellas in some uncomfortable situations. We give them two questions, and they must decide which situation they would endure over the other. First, pick one question today. Y'all ready for this? Are y'all ready for this? 
I, I'm no. already, I, I, I want to like let the listeners know this is the only part of the show that Thomas does not let us see. So we have no idea what he's going to put on our lap. So I'm always excited for this part. Yeah, I let them know what's going to be talked about up until this point. And this is just pure, you just got to deal with the situation. So first big one question. Would you rather have to pick up the tab on a dinner from Ruth's Chris Steakhouse for the entire offensive line of the Atlanta Falcons? And I say the Atlanta Falcons because we're all Panthers fans. And this includes backups, not just the starting offensive line. The real kicker being you don't get to even eat with them. You just have to shell out the money for the bill. You don't even get a cool story to tell. Or get in the water and race the great white shark that Michael Phelps was supposed to race. (laughs) However, you know, this is no whack simulation like we saw on TV. You are actually in the water with this huge beast without a barrier. And I say good luck to you if you choose that one. Perez, what are you picking? I'm going to choose the pick up the tab for the Atlanta Falcons. And the main reason why I would pick that one is because you said I didn't have to sit with them and talk with them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anything to do with them because yeah. I'd probably end up catching a little smack to the face talking smack about them. So. Uh, it'd, probably, it'd probably be better for everyone if I wasn't there. I had, to pick up the tab. I had to make it the Falcons because it just makes it that much more miserable to pay for. Yeah, it does. But I think I would pay to not have to sit with them anyway. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> Good answer. Dustin, what about you? I'm going to give you a little something personal. When I was a little kid, I used to have a nightmare about a shark eating me. Uh, I have a, I have them every day I'm in the water here in Charleston. <laughs> like, like, I see the shark, it's below me, and it just, like, goes up at me like I'm a fucking baby seal. And <laughs> Dustin, are you sure this wasn't your last girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> but, so, I, I mean, my fear of sharks is real. <laughs> You do realize this is going to be like a $10,000 bill. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I understand all that. I'll, I, you know, I'm hoping that Ruth Chris has a payment plan that I can acquire. You don't think you can get away from the shark? I mean. No. 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 I mean, no. no you, you, know, you know the old saying, Thomas? You don't have to swim faster than the shark. You, you just got to swim, swim faster, faster than, than your friend. friend. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a $10,000 Ruth Chris check is a lot less than reconstructive surgery on my face after I tell them all how they suck so bad. That's true. Not to mention your life. All right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. They're both picking up the bill for the Falcons. That sucks, y'all. Next pick Actually, one. Actually, you know what? I'm going to pick up the bill and then I'm going to jet and leave them with it. <laughs> <laughs> $10,000 is a lot more to us. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, yeah. Next big one question. Picture – now, all right, stick with me on this. Picture a pool on 4th of July weekend. All right, y'all got this in your head? Okay. Dozens of kids – this is like a public pool. All right? Okay. Dozens of kids relieving themselves. Tons of drunk, sweaty dudes spilling warm beer. Now, would you rather have to drink one gallon – of that nasty chlorine and stale beer saturated pee filled water. One gallon. Or have your most hated rival NFL team. And for, again, everybody on this show, it's the Falcons. Or the Patriots. Oh, you know, or the Patriots. 
Would you rather or, <laughs> or would you rather have your most hated rival NFL team win the next five Super Bowls? So you're either taking a gallon of pee water from Fourth of July weekend or have the Falcons slash Patriots or Broncos or whoever win the next five Super Bowls. Perez. Well, I have to ask a question. All right. Would the pool water get me drunk? No, but you'd probably throw up a whole lot from it. <laughs> There's a lot of beer in there, man. I don't know what the level is. Uh, so that's I'll true. Have... That's true. The chlorine might might whittle it away, though. Who knows? <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried about the chlorine level in the water. If it's going to kill me. Yeah, it might. It could. Or you can watch. Uh, man, it. I don't. I think that I would still go the pool water, man. I cannot handle Atlanta Falcons fans. Even making it to the Super Bowl, but watching them win the next five, it would ruin my day like constantly. Me like, too. I, I don't know. I don't know how that would have me settled like that emotionally, and you know, I just I probably have to go get help. Yeah, it's our like counseling. I, I could tell you this: I'd have to close my Facebook account for sure because I can't handle the feed with the Falcons fans and them showing up. Oh, dude, I would get rid of all social media if they just kept winning year after year. I wouldn't want to hear I would it. Throw away all my Usher records. <laughs> Oh my god, Dustin! What is your answer? You know, <laughs> you know, I like I said, I was a little concerned about the chlorine level in the water. But I'll tell you, I tell you guys something. This past Super Bowl with the Falcons in it, didn't watch it. I probably only saw. I was playing video games the whole time that thing on because I hated both of those teams so much. I didn't even want to watch it, and I only saw basically the last minute to overtime. So I thought it was a blowout the whole time because I'm seeing it on my ticker, but I did not watch the game because I literally hate the Falcons and Patriots that much. I hate them. I'm not going to watch that game. And so I would give my Yeah, but it's the Super Bowl, man. Like I don't I- give a crap, man. I, I went to a party. I didn't even go to the party. I didn't want to see it. I, saw- I-, I hate those teams. I hate them. I mean, I hate, I- them. I hate, so them. I hate them. I hate them, too. I hate them. I hate them, too, but I had to watch the Falcons lose. Well, I like- saw the end. If that's any consolation prize. But I, um, I would give my life to make sure that the – Falcons never make it to another Super Bowl. So you're drinking pee, pee pool water. That's what you're telling I'm, me. I'm drinking pee <laughs> pool water, and I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna give my life to the keep pounding uh, nation. And I'm sure you're gonna have a big old smile on your face while you're drinking it too. Next pick one question. Last pick one question of the show. Would you rather be forced to have a surgery in which you must get the same implants for one year? That Nicki Minaj supposedly has in her ass. Now we we know who Nicki Minaj is. Picture it. It is a huge, enormous ass, and it's going to be on your body. You're going to look real, real weird. However, you can have surgery to have them removed after one year, or never, ever, ever be able to watch football again. Perez. Man. <laughs> I don't know what to say here. Uh, I, I mean, I already have a little junk in the trunk. Yeah, so but you don't have this kind of junk in the trunk, bro. <laughs> nah. Like, Man, think, I gotta, of, I, think about how weird you are going to look as a dude with this bubble butt on you. That just is a—it's oh, I mean, like a shelf. I'm going to have to get a stay-at-home job, man, because I'm not missing football for the rest of my life. <laughs> you just—you won't—you won't see P out in public for uh, a good solid year. All right. <laughs> He's taking the implants. God, I want to see it, man. Dustin, what about you? I found you, Miss New Booty. <laughs> I was strutted down the street. I was like, check this junk here. I was like, I would, I would probably get a big Carolina Panther tattoo on my ass. <laughs> oh, my God. And you'd, uh, 
I have a feeling you kind of look like Ben McAdoo. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would be mistaken for Ben McAdoo, definitely. That's so funny, man. That's so funny. So so you're telling me you want you want the implants? You're telling me oh, you yeah, want you I'm want not, ass implants? I want fat ass and football. All right. Well, you know what, dude? I, I think I I would have to take the implants too because my life just would not be the same without football in it. But I love, I, dude. The best part about it is, is Dustin's excited about strutting around town with these in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting stoked about it. So I just can't imagine my life without football. No, I, hey, man, you might as well own it if you gotta have it, right? I could, uh, I could totally see D like dropping it like it was hot, like just anywhere. Oh everywhere. yeah, dude, he would just be dropping it everywhere, dude. And he'd be, I, I could see that look on his face. He'd be like giggling the whole time, like. <laughs> yeah, he would be laughing. He'd be dropping it on men, women, and children. It don't matter. He's all over it. Y'all, that is pick one in the books, y'all. We have done it again. We're through it. And we actually made pretty decent time today, y'all. As always, it's T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports, talking sports and talking shit. Episode 11 is in the books. We're going NFC North and AFC North in episode 12. I'm Thomas Bosch, hosting creator. Thanks, as always, to the fellas. Perez. All right, man. Take it easy, guys. All right. We'll see y'all on the next one. We appreciate everyone listening. Y'all stay positive, stay productive, and God damn it, just be nice to each other. We're out.